Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be talking about my personal therapy experience and journey and giving advice on how you can make sure you have a good therapy experience. I will also briefly be talking about making the most out of journaling. Hope you all are taking care of yourselves. Um, I'm still recovering from being sick, but I sound a lot better, thankfully, but I'm still not at 100%, but I'm definitely getting there. Um, but now I'm dealing with a stomach bug. So yeah, I'm just going through a lot right now, um, physically, but hopefully I get all of this under control because yeah, this is not it. Like being sick is not it <laughs> so um but other than getting getting sick and stuff like back to back which really sucks life has been going pretty good um but I thought it would be interesting to do an episode about my personal therapy experience and just some advice on having a good therapy experience because I know I talk about therapy um a little bit like here and there and some of my episodes but I wanted to go into more detail especially because we are living in some really rough times and I just want to get more into the benefits therapy really has because I've just seen myself grow a lot and conquer through a lot because of therapy um, and I just want to encourage therapy for people in Gen Z um, because we've had a lot of curveballs balls like thrown at us like the pandemic um while in school which that's really difficult like going through a pandemic while in school whether that's college elementary middle school high school whatever like it is a really difficult thing to go through um and like having inflation and like job shortages and just difficulty getting jobs in our fields right after college and stuff um, and then I know like we're also the generation to fight for change and that has been like very um complicated as well because we're like that generation that fights for the change of things that are long overdue like things with police brutality and like gun laws and we're also the generation that is more aware of childhood traumas and things that we knew were not okay growing up so we're also in this fight of like breaking generational cycles and so I think Gen Z is probably one of the most resilient generations so I definitely want to encourage therapy because even though life is rough um you don't have to go through it alone you don't have to unpack all the things that you've gone through alone um and I actually remember when my aunt Cindy was sick I remember my older sister telling her it's okay to be a rock but you don't have to be a rock alone and that always really stuck with me after she said it because a lot of the time we feel like we have to be this rock and we just have to get through everything by ourselves and we don't want to seek help or be a burden because you um feel like you know that's not the thing like I think a lot of people don't want to be a burden um or they don't want to seek help but um I think the biggest thing is just realizing that you don't have to do it alone. Um, you don't have to be a rock alone because you do have people in this world that are more than willing to help you get through the hard times, which is why I've just always strongly encouraged therapy. Um, and what I really love about therapy too is it's not... Um, it, it not only helps you through hard times, but it allows you to unpack your past and you can start to realize how your past has affected you in your present and you can kind of start to work on healing um, from things that you didn't even realize were hurting you or maybe you did realize that there were things in your past that were hurting you and making you not the best you um, and so you can work on that healing journey. Um, and like I said, like, even though I mentioned like therapy for Gen Z, I of course recommend it to older people too, like, and people of all generations as well, because I think everybody can benefit from therapy. And I know there was a time where, you know, mental health and therapy was frowned upon, but it definitely shouldn't be because it truly is like beneficial for everybody um like even some of the most rich famous happy people who seems you know just have it all together they get therapy like it's truly for everyone um 
And you know, every session doesn't even have to be about unpacking a difficult time in your life. It can be just a time for you to vent and just have a professional listen um, and be able to give you sound advice, like a third party advice, because sometimes like um, when we get advice from friends or family, it can be a little skewed, a little biased because they know us and um, having a professional, that third party person, it can be different. Um, but I just want to first share like a little bit about my therapy experience. Um, well, first, like I will say, like I went to counseling for a little bit when I was in third grade for separation anxiety from my mom, um, because I think I mentioned it in one of my episodes recently, but, um, I had like this separation anxiety from my mom because, um, my mom's mom died when she was really young and then my older sister um, she has a she has a different mom and her mom died when she was young too um, and then I had a cousin that grew up with me and her mom died at a young age and so I was just really worried that it was just going to be like a cycle like my mom was gonna die when I was young so when I was younger I was very like anxious whenever I wasn't with my mom I mean like aside from school because we um in elementary like all throughout elementary I went to the same school that my mom worked at so I was never really worried because I knew we were in the same building um but whenever she would go to the grocery store alone or like anything like that I would be so scared and worried and just thinking that something's gonna happen to her um so I did go to counseling for that for a little bit when I was younger and it was really life-changing um and honestly I kind of wish I would have kept it up from there because I feel like that would have made a difference um but um there was a huge gap where I didn't go again until college but um that little short journey of counseling even in third grade was just so beneficial so um, but like I said, there was a huge gap and I didn't start going again until college. And so then I started going last year in 2021, um, when I found out that my last living dog had died. Um, and I knew that I needed to go to therapy then because it was just, it was a lot. It was, um, it was just a lot going on. Um, I had the previous year my first dog died and I had both of my dogs for like 14 years um, they were there for me through all of elementary all of middle school all of high school and a little bit of college and so when they died like it just it messed me up so bad and um, so I knew when my last living dog died last year in 2021 I was like I need to go to therapy because I just I don't know how to get through this so um that's when I took it serious because I always kept saying in college I wanted to go to therapy and then I just I never really took it up I never took it that serious but then um when that happened I was like okay no like it's time to like get a therapist it's time um and I think also um at that time like a little bit before like probably the week before he died um or really the weekend um before he died not even a whole week um I was really really going through it like me and my boyfriend we were having a lot of issues at that time um and then I was like just really anxious about a lot of different things like things that I probably shouldn't have been anxious about and I remember there was like one day where um it was like it was something really simple that happened and that's when I realized that I was like really going through it or just really having a difficult time with my mental health because I just started bawling my eyes out in the middle of like the Walmart parking lot like I mean I was in my car I wasn't like standing out in the parking lot but I was in my car and I just like took my mask off and I just started like sobbing and I was like okay yeah I was like this is not okay I was like you know but then for a few days later when my when I found out my dog died I was like oh god I was like this is just the gift that keeps giving I keep like getting emotional and it's just so much going on in my life and I was like I just need to talk to a therapist because I was like I just I can't I was like 
it's just a lot so that was really my cue when I was over there like crying out of nowhere and then my dog died and I was like oh god I was like yeah I'm going through something so <laughs> um yeah um and thank god I did start going when I did because my life took a really sharp turn um and so it's just it's insane how I ended up starting therapy and then it was like as soon as I started therapy like so much other stuff in my life started happening and I was like wow I started therapy right on time because who would have ever thought I would be going through it because shortly after my dog died that's when my childhood pastor died and then that's when I had the huge falling out with my roommates my aunt died and then like school was just really difficult and I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do this I started questioning my major like it was just so much stuff and so I am so glad that I started it when I did because my therapist helped me unpack all of that and helped me get through so much of that um, and of course along with like family and friends and stuff too but definitely having a professional was really helpful during that time because it was a lot going on um, and like yeah I just don't know what I would have done without a therapist and like I said don't get me wrong I definitely had a strong support system with family and friends but you know sometimes you just need that professional third-party perspective that can that doesn't know you as well as your family and friends do so then they can give you like a true like neutral type of perspective um and you know with my therapy experience we have been able to just unpack my past we've been able to unpack the present like she's really helped me just like tap into things and um one major thing that I realized in my therapy experience is so much from my past explains like why I am the way that I am or why I function the way that I am like I I understand more of where my anxiety stems from I understand why my communication style is the way that it is I understand um, just so many different parts of myself and just talking things out with her I've like kind of been like wow wait okay this is making sense this is all really connecting um, and I think I like I mentioned this in an episode before but one thing that I remember mentioning um, to my therapist was that I had like separation um, issues like attachment issues not separation issues attachment issues um, and things like that and so we started tapping into how I was a military child and so that really helped me understand that okay maybe because I moved around so much because my dad was in the military like that's why I'm really attached to things and attached to people really easily um, and you know it's just things like that that you start to connect okay this is why and like you really start to understand the emotions in your life and um, that's really important because once you understand it yourself you understand where it stems from it can help you in your future it can help you um, figure out a healthier method of dealing with it now that you understand why you feel a way about something or why you act a certain way um, and it can also help you with your relationships and help you be able to explain to people like I have attachment issues because of this um, so bear with me as I'm working on like going backwards and not having those attachment issues and working on letting go and things like that so it's super important um and I also learned like healthy methods about how to handle things like we've done like things such as she'll give me a scenario and she'll be like okay how would you unpack this and then I'll tell her and she'll be like okay and you know give me like the professional perspective of it um and so I really do appreciate her and she's really helped me learn how to handle things in a healthy way like I am really proud of my growth because I remember um there was a time where I was really upset with someone and I was just like going off like I was like I'm not gonna talk to this person anymore and da 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 <laughs> and you know she's like okay wait wait she's like okay let's pump the brakes a little bit she's like let's she was like we've been here before like in one of our other sessions with somebody else so let's remember when you handled it like in this way that you're trying to handle it right now you realized it didn't work because that communication style was not healthy so now we're gonna do a more healthier communication style and she just kind of broke it down and was like listen like this person 
was probably going through a hard time just like you were going through a hard time and you guys both lacked the communication that y'all needed to um get through that and to have a healthy conversation um and so it really helped me because me and that person we were able to talk things out and um you know become friends like well it wasn't that we stopped being friends but like we just were able to um be able to have a healthy conversation about why me and her were having conflict so um, I think that that was really helpful because I was very proud of how I handled it and how I was able to be like you know I apologize that I kind of snapped and I understand that me and you both were probably just going through really hard times in our lives so maybe I misunderstood the way that you said something because of it was a sensitive time in my life and we were able to healthily get through that time and move forward and so um that made me really proud because I was like wow the past me I don't know I probably would have snapped again so <laughs> so I think I um you know I'm just learning more healthy ways and you know again um it also helped me realize that I wanted to break the generational cycle because I, I learned in therapy that um, communication style, like growing up, like my communi the communication style growing up in my household was more so like, we're going to fight and argue and then we're not going to talk for a while. We might say some really hurtful things and then we're going to ignore each other for a little bit. And then we're probably not going to apologize to each other, but we're going to come together and just talk like nothing happened. And I obviously learned as I got older that that's really really unhealthy and you know it's really hard sometimes to unlearn things that you grew up with and so it's just something that me and my therapist have been you know slowly but for surely like unpeeling like an onion just one layer at a time um trying to work on um making a healthier communication style and unlearning the unhealthy way of trying to handle things and so um it's just really really helpful and like I said like that's my experience obviously every therapist is different but I feel like um that's a pretty common goal with a lot of therapists is wanting to help you unlearn healthy things and then learning new tools that you can use um and honestly like I feel like I've had a really really great bond and a connection with my therapist and I feel like that's really important um I feel like in the first few sessions you might not feel it because I remember I quite honestly was having a little bit of a hard time connecting um and not because she was doing a bad job but because I just wasn't used to like a therapist like I was used to like venting to friends and family so having a therapist like somebody that was like a professional like a third party person like it was like okay and having to get used to that but then as the sessions went on I was like okay like we really are connecting like she understands me um and I think too like you have to be patient um that's what I learned you have to be patient with your therapist because your therapist talks to so many other clients um and I had to like remember that I had to really realize like okay my therapist doesn't just talk to me like my therapist talks to several other people who are probably going through very different things are different ages like all these different components and so it's like she's just trying her best and um being a therapist that's a that's a pretty difficult job because you hear all types of stuff all types of different stories and you have to remain like neutral you can't like really show emotion because like that's you know your job is to help them um and so I had to just kind of come to that understanding that my I'm not my only um, I'm not my therapist only client um, and just understanding that my therapist also had to get to know me and understand me um, and that's why I feel like we have such a great bond now is because we both understand each other's personality now like we both like we've talked enough um, to the point where we have like an understanding of each other so um, just being patient that is what I've learned to in therapy um, and you know I liked 
Um, I like how she um, filled me into details. Um, she helped me be able to fill in details as to why I needed to go to therapy. Um, she, cause whenever I first started and I feel like um, a lot of therapists probably do this is um, you have to do like an intake per, um, and so what you have to do with the intake is um, at least in my experience, I had to fill out details like why I was coming to therapy. Um, and then she also, what I really loved that she did was in the intake, she also put three things that um, I felt like was worth me living for. Um, and I guess like that's for her, for if I were to ever have any moments where I felt suicidal or anything like that, she would kind of remind me of those three things like that. I guess that's why that's in place. And I think that that's really unique and that's super important because um if you remind somebody like okay remember these are the things that you said or feel like are worth living for um so I liked that and then she also allowed me to have um write down like some people that I'm really close with in life whether it's family or friends and write down their numbers as like emergency numbers so just in case she could call them and be like hey um do you mind like um, being there with her and stuff um, because she's going through a lot and I think that that was also in place too because we don't live in the same city um, she does live in Florida but we don't live in the same city so we do like telehealth which is um you know we that means we do it virtually we do video calls um and honestly there's nothing wrong with doing video calls at all um I mean, I know I've heard too, and she even gave that disclaimer that in person is a little bit better, um, or at least it can seem better because the therapists are able to, they're able to see your body language. So for example, if you're feeling anxious and they see you start to like cross your legs or like clinch onto your chair they can be like okay what's going on here like what just happened and you know so versus on video call it's a little bit harder to see it um so that's just kind of like you know but I I did telehealth because um I didn't really find any local therapist online or anything that I thought would be a good match for me so I was willing to just do telehealth and um I feel like it's still been beneficial for me so um but yeah that's pretty much like my therapy experience it has been life-changing it really has and um it just makes me feel good um once I'm done with the session because I'm like I'll go in with like a whole bunch of stuff that I'm like I really need to tell you about I don't know why I feel this way about this or whatever and we talk about it and it just brings me back like it, it just helps me to be really grounded um and she just really helps me realize things in a whole different perspective um and you know just even her sharing a little bit of like things that have happened in her life that have been able to help as well so um that's my therapy experience it's been pretty positive um and I wouldn't change it and um, like I said, I wish I would have started going earlier in my life, um, but I'm in it now. So, um, and I know I mentioned in my intro that I was going to touch on making the most out of journaling. Um, so before I get into like the tips and advice on like having a good therapy experience, I just want to go ahead and just touch on um, the making the most out of journaling portion of the episode because I think having a good therapy experience just includes keeping track of progress through journaling. Um, and journaling is beneficial for those who can't afford a therapist or who can't get access to um, one right now. Like maybe it's just not feasible um, for you to get access to one, maybe because of insurance or money or whatever the case may be. But um, it's also beneficial, you know, for people who can get a therapist too. Um, therapy and journaling go hand in hand together, regardless of if you can get a therapist or not. Um, and I also want to mention, like, you have to want therapy. Don't, you know, do it because you feel forced. Like, you should definitely, like, want it for yourself. Um, and also, I've learned in therapy, too, is that even if there are people in your life um, that you feel like need therapy, um, 
I've learned from my therapist that you have to let them like get to that place on their own because not everybody's ready at the same time. Um, it can be a little bit harder for people to be willing to want to open up to someone. So just wanted to put that out there too. But, um, you know, um, anybody can get a therapist um, and um, journaling and therapy go hand in hand together. Um, and it's just really helpful when you do journal as well, because it helps you be able to like let out your emotions and to just self reflect. Um, so the first thing you need to, um, do with journaling is you need to kind of just try to figure out like what type of journaling technique that you want to do. So, um, do you want to type in a journal app or, you know, in your notes, or do you want to physically write in an actual journal, or do you want to just record yourself talking or maybe just like a combination of different things? Like it's all up to you. Um, and personally, I prefer a combination of like writing it out or typing it in my notes. I have like probably over 500 notes or something. And all of them are not like, you know, journaling notes, but a good portion of them are definitely journaling notes. So um, yeah, and I also sometimes like I said, like I love to do kind of like the old fashioned pen and paper. Um, so whichever works for you. Um, and some other things you can do are like writing yourself some notes of encouragement or like writing goals or even just like venting. Um, I know I used to write myself notes um, to open in the future all the time. Um, and I definitely need to get back into the routine of doing that because it was just so amazing, like whether I was writing something to read in three years or writing something to read at the end of the year, like whatever it was. Um, it was just always amazing because I would be like, wow, wait, like that happened? I was feeling this way back then. And like, you know, sometimes I would include like questions um, for my future self. And so it would be really cool to be able to open it and answer them and be like, oh, wow, like I've came like a long way, even though this was only written like a year ago, like I've grown or, you know, I accomplished so much since then. So it's really a great experience doing that. So I would absolutely recommend that. Um, and I think also um, a little bit of my journey, um, a little bit of my journaling, um, it's done right here on the podcast because I want to use my experiences in life to help others. Um, and so you can also, you can write affirmations. I know for me, one of my goals is to, um, this summer is to just sit down and write out things that I want to happen in my life and what I want to work towards and stuff and kind of just create a manifestation board and have it in a place where I will always see it and be reminded of what I want in life and where I want to be in life. Um, so that's something you can do as well. Um, and one of my favorite ways to journal, which I highly recommend, is through prompts and questions. So just answering a prompt or a question a day because it gives you time to really like just self-reflect. Um, and the internet, it has so many prompts and questions you can choose from too. So like, um, for example, some questions could be like, what are your top priorities in life? That could be a prompt that you can answer for yourself. Um, or what was the hardest, what was the hardest decision you ever had to make? And how did you get through that? Things like that. Um, and I think my like what Wednesdays that I post on the podcast social media pages can serve as some prompts to write on, even though some of them are more so just like lighthearted fun questions. But I feel like some of them are like, you know, good self-reflection questions that you can use for journaling as well. Um, and your journal can be whatever you want it to be. Like it can be for reflection, manifestation. It can be for whatever you want, a combination of things. It can be with whatever, but journaling is truly such a good thing to do. It's just like, um, very it, it allows you to get the thoughts out because I know like sometimes um our minds can just be going and going and going so it just gives you a time to just sit down and let it out on paper on on the screen whatever you need um so yeah um but now that I've talked about making the most out of journaling I want to get back into like the therapy experience and how to make sure that you have a good therapy experience so um, I would say my first piece of advice is just picking the right therapist for you. Um, 
And so whatever that means, whether you need somebody of a certain race so they can understand like your culture more, um, or if like, for example, um, or somebody of a certain age, um, cause for example, for me, I chose someone who was middle age, um, so they can understand things from my perspective and also like an older perspective. Cause I didn't want to pick someone that was too young, like too close to my age, but I also didn't want to pick someone too old to the point where I knew that there would probably be like a disconnect. Um, and they probably wouldn't understand like some of the things that I was like telling them about, um, um, and so I wanted someone who was like middle age so they had like the best of both worlds like they understood my perspective and then they were also able to give me an older person like perspective. Um, I would also say um, I chose a black woman because she relates to me more and we've had conversations about the challenges of being a black woman in America so I think that that's important um you know if you want to if you're black and you prefer somebody else to be black because the black experience in America is a lot different than the white experience or the Hispanic experience or whatever so you know sometimes as a black person we do want to have a black therapist um and that's okay um because you just want somebody that's able to relate and that's able to um give you um that perspective so um and then also I of course chose a woman because there's things that women go through that if I had a man therapist he might not understand the same so like I said it's just important to pick that right therapist for you so you know whether it's age race you know their gender whatever you need um for them to be able to understand you and that's why it's important to like um I know I think most therapists have kind of a bio or something where you can really look more deep into like their who they are um a little bit about their background a little bit about their life and stuff and so when you read their bio it kind of helps you it's kind of like you know if you have like tinder or something and you're trying to find like a good match you know that's how it is with picking a therapist because this person is going to know a whole lot about your life they're going to be trying to help you improve your life and so you want to make sure it's a person that you actually feel comfortable with and that you're able to easily connect with um and so that means if reading their bio like learning more like learning just details about them to just kind of see before you even make that first move to um reach out for help with them um and so that also includes um, just seeing what they specialize in um, so you can have someone who can help with your specific needs. Um, so, for example, my therapist included um, in her specialization when I found her online, um, it included like Christian based therapy. Um, our whole like our whole sessions, like all of our sessions, they're not just all about like Christ and being a Christian and all of that. Um, but that option is available like if I ever wanted to talk to her about like a scripture or you know if she wanted to ever give me um, any advice and she threw in a scripture I would be okay with that because we've already like talked about how she um, has a Christian based therapy approach um, but like I said like her whole um, therapy thing is not Christian based but if that's something that you want included you know you can you should look into that because you don't want to have a therapist and then it turns out that they're a whole different religion than you and then you know you're like talking about your religion and then it's like a you know it doesn't work for you it's like a disconnect so um that was included with mine um she specializes in like grief and anxiety and those are all things that I needed so I was like oh yeah this is perfect so definitely make sure they specialize in whatever you need um and I found her by looking up therapist on Google who accepts my insurance. And so that can be a way that you can start as well as like just typing in therapist who accept and then whatever your insurance is. Because um, I, I think that having therapy paid for through your insurance is a lot better than having to pay for every session out of pocket because that can get really expensive. Um, and you can find therapists on campus for free like if you're... Um, like in college because in college um 
when you pay your tuition and the fees and all that stuff like the therapist on campus like they're included in that I personally didn't want to choose someone on campus because I knew that um it would be pretty crowded um especially because UF is a very mentally draining school like I love it but it's definitely a mentally draining school so um I just had to make sure that um I didn't want to choose like to do that because I knew that it would be pretty crowded there would be a lot of people um that would be trying to get in for a session so um yeah but that option is available though if you would like I don't want to like discourage you from doing that um if you have a job some jobs will cover it for you um like the job insurance that you get and also um like just regular insurance like health insurance can cover it too so um, and then I would also advise to just be open and patient because it is a process. Um, you're not going to automatically be fixed. Um, and I went into therapy thinking, okay, like when I'm done, I will no longer have anxiety. I will no longer feel this way about that. But that is not how it works. Um, it is definitely a process and you have to be willing to put in the work and the effort to become a better you. Um, you know, therapy is not a one way street at all. It's definitely a two way street. You have to be able to put in the work. Um, and therapists, you know, they help you realize what may be going on with you and they give you the tools to work through it, but they can't just magically make it better. You have to put in the work based on the tools that they give you. Um, and I remember also feeling like, you know, this isn't going to work. Like I'm not gaining much from therapy. I remember being in that position, but that's because I wasn't really putting forth my best effort to try. Um, I was just thinking that my therapist was going to just fix me. And then I realized I was like, I have to put in my work too. Um, and once I did, it, it really started making all the difference. And now sometimes, um, you know, you may end up having a therapist that truly doesn't connect with you like that. And that's okay. You know, that just really shouldn't stop you from wanting to connect with someone you know like I said just like the tinder example like if it doesn't work with someone you keep going so um and another piece of advice I would give is just to be honest in therapy um that's so so important because you can't heal from something if you lie about it um, you are only hurting yourself, really. Um, if you lie in therapy, you're only hurting yourself because you're not going to be able to get the help that you need if you're not being honest because they don't know. Um, and so um, just be mindful of that. Like, you know, so if there's something that you're not ready to share in its entirety and its truth, then don't even bring it up because if you lie it's you're not going to benefit from that because your therapist is going to be giving you advice on a lie um and then that could you know a lot of the time sessions reflect on each other like they build on each other so you and your therapist can talk about one thing and then in another session y'all kind of build on that thing sometimes and so if you build on top of a lie it's just it's not gonna be good <laughs> like it's just not gonna help you at all and it's gonna be a waste of you and your therapist time so just be honest um and you know they legally can't tell anyone like they can't expose your business to anybody because of like HIPAA laws and stuff um because it is still a part of like the medical field so you know but like I said that's why it's important to be careful about what you want to bring up in therapy because if you're not ready to unpack something if you know that you're not going to be truthful then just hold off and you know be more open to talk about something else that you are ready to um be truthful about um and everyone you know like i said earlier can benefit from therapy no matter what and i want to emphasize that here more because um i feel like a lot of the times like boys and men 
um, they get a hard time for anything mental health, crying, therapy, whatever. But I want to emphasize that it is okay for boys and men to go to therapy too. Um, it, it has just been so frowned upon talking about men and crying and, you know, men and mental health and all that. But mental health is a basic human need for anybody like mental health can creep up on anybody um you know having anxiety um or just having a stressful day like that can happen to anybody it doesn't discriminate so um it's just important to remember that men women whoever can go to therapy um and like i mentioned in my case i do telehealth um and so that's an option for you if that's something that you feel more comfortable with um or something that's a little more easier or feasible for you um then you can do telehealth but of course there's also in-person um therapy and you know like i said in person may be better because you know body language is easier to read and things like that but either way therapy is therapy whether it's through video chat or in person um I would also advise in therapy to take notes um you know don't make it feel like a class because that's kind of defeating the purpose like I feel like therapy is supposed to be um a little more relaxing than having to like hyper focus I feel like if you hyper focus too much on trying to write down everything your therapist is saying or trying to write like perfect notes or whatever then you're not going to really gain anything from it you're not going to really benefit much because you're going to be too busy trying to just write um and make it you know feel like class so don't don't make it feel like a class um but you might forget something so um note taking can be really helpful and it can be beneficial because when you um look back at them you can be like okay me and my therapist talked about this this is how I can handle this situation um you know just some light notes that can just be beneficial for you to use um and you know also um even write notes before sessions so writing notes on things that you want to make sure that you um touch on for certain sessions I know I do that I already have my bullet points ready I'm like I cannot wait to talk to my therapist because I need to tell her this this and that and I want to make sure I don't forget anything so I always you know put it in my notes um so that's important too also being sure to just like make plans um, on when you want to schedule your appointments because I know that there's some therapists who are really busy they have a lot of clients and so you might only get one session with them and not be able to see them for like three four weeks or so later so just like um, that's maybe something you need to know about in the consultation or during the intake um, and all that stuff um, or even just in the searching process like seeing how busy they are um, and you know just having that plan plan on when you can schedule your appointments like how often do you feel like you need to see them um so just keeping an eye on that and then um you know talk with your therapist about what to do um if you really need them like if you really need to talk to them but they have no available appointments that's something that you and your therapist need to work out um initial um at the like initial conversation um because like my therapist she has a secured like text feature on our patient portal um so I can send a secure text to her if I need to talk to her really quick um and she can help me through that um and that way I don't have to get like wait for a whole appointment um to have to speak to her so definitely figuring out options if you really need them or um what they have to offer um in cases like that but you know overall my biggest thing about therapy is just you know just making sure that you are intentional with it um be honest be open like be patient and just be willing to learn and to grow that's what therapy is there for um and there is no point in going to therapy if you don't try um and if you don't implement what you're learning um I feel like with therapy you should not be coming out the same person um so definitely be intentional with therapy um, and really, you know, don't be afraid of therapy. It's different. It definitely is. And it's, it's going to be new. It's going to feel a little weird, but you're going to get into the groove of it. And, you know, it's perfectly fine to talk to someone that doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean that, you know, you 
like you're any less than um, I feel like if anything therapy means that you're self-aware you know that you want to grow you know you want to get some tools to help you continue to grow um, on the path that you want to go in in life and so um, it can be very life-changing and it helps you learn even more about yourself um, and I also want to say for people who are religious I know sometimes religion can kind of make people feel like they can't do therapy because they're turning against you know their god or whatever but I do want to just say that I'm Christian you know I definitely believe in God I still pray but also I know that God you know in my opinion um in my faith I feel like God put therapists on this earth for a reason there's a reason why that that's a profession and so don't feel like you can't get therapy and you can't seek help because you're turning against your faith because you can still pray you can still be religious and still be able to also get a little bit of help on earth side as well with a therapist um because you know yeah it helps you just learn more about yourself and in turn that can help you have a better relationship with yourself and others and just become more self-aware and just live a more fulfilled life now into the let's discuss segment So I feel like for a few of my Let's Discuss segments, they've been a little dark. So I wanted to go into something a little more, it's not more like lighthearted, but I guess it's not as dark. Um, but I wanted to talk about um, the rapper T.I. Um, and the situation that happened with his son King. So um, I feel like it kind of um, makes sense also to go with this episode about therapy um but um his son king he got into an argument with somebody on his instagram live like it was recorded and he got into an argument with the worker at a waffle house and he was just being really really rude and like really belligerent and just um it reminded me so much because ti he also does things like that and whenever he addressed the situation he was defending his son and um basically kind of said that there was a power difference or like a money difference like oh like yeah like you know he was arguing with somebody who makes like minimum wage type of stuff and it was just like really just I feel like it was really disgusting to watch and listen to because I'm just like this is just going to continue to be a cycle of problems down the road the fact that you do things like this and so in turn like your kids are starting to see that so now they're starting to act like that towards people now they're starting to not be humble which I feel like whether you're rich or middle class or whatever I feel like being humble having humility is something that is a very important characteristic to have because you never know what can happen um and so just to see this like father like son toxic behavior um it really made me realize like right in front of me that there's people um who are still in these generational cycles and they keep being bigger and bigger and more people keep becoming a part of the cycles and so this is why I felt like it was a good let's discuss segment because this is a therapy episode and like I mentioned earlier um, a lot of us are in a place where we do want to break generational cycles and that sometimes starts with therapy having a therapist help you figure out that starting point of breaking the cycle um, and so I just feel like it is terrible that they do have this generational cycle of like this toxicness going on um and I feel like it's just an example of how everybody literally needs therapy because um have they both been in some type of therapy or like just taking care of their mental health like just learning how to grow as a person then they would not have a continuous cycle of um being toxic and rude and not humble and stuff so that's just my thoughts on that though um and I just I don't know I just don't really like stuff like that because I feel like we all have a beginning 
we all have a start even if you were born into money um I just feel like none of us are perfect and no matter what like power leverage you have over someone or money leverage you have over someone you should just always be a good person and it takes nothing to be a good person and so I just don't really like seeing people just being rude to people because they're on a different level in life and then having people who you admire like your own father you know telling you like basically co-signing it and being like oh yeah they're on a different level than you in life so it's okay that's not okay um so that's just my thing so in my conclusion of that is just please be the generational cycle breakers of toxic behavior um unlearn things that you've learned um that you know are fully wrong you know get some type of help therapy to help you just grow um and get the tools to continue to just grow um through everything um and just be a good person <laughs> that's how I think this thing is just be a good person try your best to be a good person we're not perfect but you know try to have some type of humility in life um and just be humble and kind because you just never know anybody's situation you never know when you or somebody you love can be in a situation like that so definitely um just be kind to everyone now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, every new day is a chance to change your life. Um, I really loved that quote for this episode because um, it's just really true. Like every day is just a new chance for you to change your life. You know, sometimes we get really caught up in the past or what happened yesterday or the few days before a year ago and whatever. But every new day is a chance to start new. It's a new day to just, you know, make up from your mistakes. It's a new day for you to make some type of change. And so that's really what therapy is as well. That's what um, the benefits of journaling is too, is um, being able to write and let out and self-reflect and just figure out a way to just continue to change and grow because we're ever evolving we're always evolving um and so you don't want to be the same person that you were you know like 10 years ago five years ago maybe even a week ago um and so use every new day as a chance to change your life um because that's what life is all about is just growing and building our character and you can't just stay in this comfortable one spot it's time to just grow it's time to keep evolving and one of the best ways to do it is just giving yourself that chance because nobody can really do that but you is just giving yourself a chance giving yourself some grace to change your life every single day take each day by storm um don't take any day for granted because you never know when your last day is so each and every day use that in a beneficial way um, to continue to be a good person to continue to just change your life for the better and that's all for today's episode of talks with tatiana please make sure to follow me on instagram at talks with tatiana underscore on facebook at talks with tatiana and on twitter at talk with tatiana without the s after talk turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings reviews and share with your friends until next time remember stay open stay kind and keep fighting the good fight yeah.